Hey scholars, our show is unofficially rated PG-13 because we might drop an F-bomb or two. Enjoy the show! Hey scholars, we have a special event this week for our 15 listeners. We decided to hide a secret word somewhere in our podcast. Whoever lets us know that they heard the secret word first gets a $10 Amazon gift card. All you have to do is DM us the secret word as soon as you listen to it to our Instagram Get Educated Podcast and share our podcast on your story and tag us so we see it. Happy listening, scholars. Hey, scholars. <laughs> Welcome to our second episode. Technically third, but the first one will never air, so. That was the pilot that will never see the light of day. Never. Unless we become, like, extremely famous, and then maybe, just maybe, we'll, like, release a teaser, you know? Like a bloopers reel, kind of? Yes. Although, I think the bloopers are, like, just unamusing they're just embarrassing (laughs) they're not worth listening to no definitely not no I actually I want to start off really quick thank you to our 15 viewers whoever you are out there in the world you know 15 is a lot more than I thought that would listen to us just rant on about our, our daily lives so I really appreciate you. Yeah, we're and we're currently live on Spotify. That was the first platform we weren't live on. Then Google Play and a couple others that I can't really remember. But you can also check us out on Anchor, which is what we use to um, distribute this podcast, which we're really excited about. Super excited about. Okay, Anna, hit me. What have you done this past week? Well, this past week was actually kind of eventful. Um, I use this app called Notion um, to keep up with everything I do or when I'm feeling overwhelmed and I have to make a to-do list. That's the app I've been using. I worked on some stuff for our sorority. You know, we graduated. I haven't been in a leadership position since December, but here I am still working in the best interest. Um... Oh, also exciting news. Last podcast, we were talking about how I was like uncertain about where I'm going to be and like I was still applying to jobs and blah, blah, blah. Well, I heard back from the company I'm working for and they were like, hey, Anna, so starting July 6th, you're going to be um, in, it, okay, the position is direct operations analyst and program manager. And what that's a, what really- a title. Love that title. I looked up, this is really, this is, this kind of um, foreshadows the big story we're going to be covering today, but I looked up both salaries for those roles. So program manager at the company I'm going to work at and also direct operations analyst. So direct operations analyst on on Glassdoor, it's listed as it making less money than what I'm getting paid. Oops. And then, but program manager gets paid like a bunch more. So (laughs) at the end of the day, I'm going to be assuming two roles and 
they're going to be averaging out their salaries average out to what I'm actually going to be paid, which I thought was really funny. But um, I'm really excited because it's all about like, it's much more related to what I want to do long term than I was expecting off the bat. Like I was expecting, I'm going to be working for an insurance company. So I was expecting to be like, something related to like, claims or a little bit more on the boring side. But this is more like analyzing consumer data. So I was like, that's so up my alley. My little marketing major was like, really excited about it. So that was a fun update. But um, I've also okay, I've been learning French. That's been well, I mean, I took French in high school. And I was okay at it. But I didn't take it throughout my four years in college and then I revisited on Duolingo and it turns out I I retained like 95% of French class from high school. So I'm so proud of myself. I'm proud of you too. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I feel like there was another fun update that I wanted to give you, but I forgot. I think those are the main ones for sure. So this week was also actually really eventful for me. Since the last time we talked, I chopped off all my hair, but I already told you that, but I wanted our viewers souls to know I chopped it all off. Like it's, you know, it's kind of, it's just a little, yeah. Um, I remember how I talked about that house that my parents really liked and like yes. right after it was like, like selling. Well, the buyer backed out. So we went back to go look at the house. But it turns out there's, like, foundational damage to the house. So, like, it costs over $130,000 to fix it. So my parents were like, "Mm, peace out. Like, we're just going to try to find another house. But it was, like, really exciting for a minute because, you know, we were like, oh, my God, this is, like, kind of our dream house. We're, like, so excited to go look at it again. But then um, it was actually, like, kind of a bust. So, but it's okay. We're going to keep looking. Um... My previous roommate is no longer living with me, so I had to find a new roommate. But luckily, I found one really quickly. Um, we were not like friends. I have never met her before, but she seems nice, so I'm excited to, you know, make that new relationship work. Um, still apartment shopping, still being really frustrated. My parents suggested that I find a, like, realtor for apartments because this online thing isn't really working out. So maybe I'll explore that in the future. We'll see. We still have a lot of time. Like I thought that when looking for apartments, you would have to look like at least a two months in advance to kind of like, you know, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like secure the deal or whatever. But like a lot of the places I talk to are like, oh, we don't actually know if we'll have openings in August, like call back like July after the 4th of July, which to me is kind of like, Wow, that's like such a quick turnaround time, but I guess that's what I'm going to do. Um, what else? Oh, I started uh, Instagram for baking. I haven't baked anything yet, but I will be baking soon. My idea is, listen to my idea. This is how cute I'm going to be. I'm going to bake cupcakes. Um, so my new roommate's coming down on Friday to look at apartments with me. So I'm going to bake cupcakes the day before and give her cupcakes as like my little nice to meet you. So hopefully she's not vegan because... I would, I don't know what to do. Um, Maybe you should ask her before. I will. Like, I was hey girl, going to. 
<laughs> I was going to. I just don't want to keep bombarding her because, like, with my previous roommate, we were really far along in the apartment process. Like, we were almost done. So, like, I have a lot of information that I've been feeding to my new roommate, but slowly because I don't want her to be like, oh, my God, like, why does she know everything already? So, like, every day I'll send her, like, a little piece of information that I've already figured out. Like a good morning text? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like, like, the other day, the last text I sent her was a, a picture of my futon because I said I already had, like, a couch, but I didn't know if she, like, wanted it. So I sent a picture of it. She never responded. Um, but she told me she's really bad at texting. Like, she doesn't like to be on her phone. So I'm not that offended. Um, but so I don't want to, like, keep sending her more things and have her be like, why is this girl up my ass? So for taking things slow, you know. So maybe on, like, Wednesday I'll ask her if she's, like, vegan or something. But we'll see. Um, but, yeah, I started the, the Instagram for my bakes. Um, I lost eight pounds. Snaps to you, queen. One, because I'm not really burning any energy, so I'm eating very little, but I'm not, like, starving myself, you know? Like, I feel actually really full throughout the day. Um, so it, this, this is working out. We'll see, we'll see how long it lasts, though, because sometimes not eating pasta and bread really gets to you, you know? It's, it's like food for the soul. Um, but I think that's it. I think those are all my updates for this week. Those are a lot of updates, actually, though. When you mentioned apartment um, shopping, that reminded me of another update that I have. Um, so I, okay, I, this is a shameful thing to admit. Well, I don't want to be ashamed of it. I'm going to own it. But I literally haven't left my house in maybe like, like actually haven't left in maybe like three to four weeks. Like before that, I used to go to the supermarket, but now I quit. I've literally been in my house the farthest I've been to being outside is the terrace. So literally inside like a hermit. And I decided, okay, I'm sick and tired of looking at these walls. Um, so I'm going to go for a walk. So I was like, oh, like I should listen to a podcast because that's what I did a few summers ago. I was really into going on walks around my neighborhood and I listened to a gymnastics podcast I really liked. But that one's usually like an hour and a half long. So I was like, I'm not about to like go on an hour and a half long walk. I'm not that bored. But um, I started listening to this interior design podcast. It's called Dear Alice. And I've, girl, I've been, I, like, I went on this like Google search for how to become an interior designer. And it turns out it's a lot of work. So I don't think I'm going to do it. But I feel like I want to join, like, a little interior design community. Yeah. I, yeah. I follow a Facebook page on our Facebook group called Farmhouse Decor and Minimalist Lifestyles. And I'm really into it. Some of the stuff that people post, I'm like, wow, you know what? In the future, when I'm not a recent college grad and, and broke, where I can actually afford nice furniture, like, maybe I'll look to you guys for some inspiration. Another thing that I found funny is I feel like we both are like, we find new hobbies and things and we're like, you know, this is the lifestyle. <laughs> like previously you were like, I'm going to be a wedding planner, which I actually still think you can do. And now you're like, I want to be an interior designer. And now you've been writing too, like a little bit on the side. I've been writing. We've been doing this I podcast. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> Like, I, I'm the same way. Remember when I was like, you know what? I should have been an English major. I should have been a statistics major. A statistics major. <laughs> and now I'm like, you know what? I just want to, like, open my own bakery and bake for a living. Um, so I feel like that's very us. 
especially in the last month, I think I've gone through like five career changes because I did remember that I wanted to be a wedding planner and I can't even remember what I was watching. Maybe it was like the interior design thing that I was like, oh, like maybe I can like make this all happen as a wedding planner because I think at the end of the day, my goal is to like have a very like professional corporate job before I'm like 30 and married with kids and after that I can just kind of like hang out lounge but not lounge too hard like I I feel like wedding planners have a high stress job but it's at their own pace and I think like I really like working at my own pace when I was also revisiting the idea of interior design I was really deep into like Um, wedding dress shopping videos on YouTube not say yes to the dress just because I feel like they only try on like three or five dresses from what I've watched but they want they these girls on YouTube try on like 20 dresses per video and I'm like ooh, I want to see which one she picks and they all go to these really nice salon boutique things and I'm like wow the decoration in these um boutiques is like prime like interior design was interior design at its peak at these places so I was really into it maybe you could interior design wedding places well I feel like that's mainly what a wedding planner is yeah you could combine all of your interests into one you know what's kind of sad my parents never had like an official wedding they got married at a courthouse Mm -hmm. They got like a, like a, had a, like a traditional Thai wedding in Thailand. So it was like a big celebration there. But then when they moved to the States, they just like got married at the courthouse. I was there. I like sat with them. And then the judge was like, okay, you guys are married. And then my dad was like, oh, we'll have like a party later. And then they never did. But like, they're not really, another weird thing is that they don't wear their wedding bands. That is interesting. Yeah, but, like, it's very explicitly known that they're both married. Like, my mom, when she goes to work, they're never like, oh, like, where's, like, do you have a husband? Like, they they just know. I don't know. Maybe that's why I've never been into, because, like, I don't like wearing rings. And I always thought, like, if I got married, I would wear my wedding band on, like, a necklace, because I'd rather do that than a ring. Maybe. I wonder if it's because my parents don't do it. Maybe. I know, like, I've been actually, now that you mentioned that, I've, like, been thinking about how I've picked up a lot of things that my parents do, just subconsciously, but they're all, like, very, some of the, some things I'm, like, really grateful for, like, my parents, like, you know how some people are really into clothes and, like, buying, like, people would will go to Marshalls to buy, like, I guess the latest trends and, um, just hoard a bunch of options for clothes like we rarely step foot in Marshall's um I like we went shopping like once a year and like whenever we did went shopping I'm like I made like a huge deal out of it I remember because like I don't know like everyone else seemed to go shopping like every week weekend and we were like the only family that only went shopping like once a year (laughs) my family does that too we don't we don't, like, ever go shop. My dad still wears the same clothes. Like, I don't think my dad has bought new clothes in, like, the past, like, 15 years. He still wears the same thing. Isn't that oh weird? But, like, goodness. this stuff is, like, quality weird. Like, like, I sometimes buy stuff from, like, Forever 21. You wash it, like, three times, and then there's holes everywhere. Like, his stuff is, like, quality stuff that can last that long. 
Okay. So I think we can dive into what we've learned this week because we've uh, we've caught up. We know what we've been working on. And so what what have we learned? Do you want to go first? I can go first. Okay. I don't know if you knew this, but like I said earlier, I, I just lost eight pounds. So I've, I was thinking, you know, sitting on the couch, like, you know, I lost these eight pounds, but like, where did it actually go? Like, it doesn't just fall off my body. Like, where does it go? So I did a little bit of research. And did you know that when you like lose weight and you're like in a calorie deficit, that's how like fat gets burned or whatever. Like something happens with the cells. I don't want to get too complicated. I'm not a science major, but like 80% of that fat, it gets released as carbon dioxide. And then the other 20%, you either, it's like in water. So you either like pee it out, poop it out or sweat it out. But 80%, like the majority of the fat, you like actually just breathe out. Isn't that so interesting? That's kind of gross. I don't think I knew that. I thought you were going to say like it's used as energy or something. And I'm like, I guess that makes sense. I also am not a science major, but it turns into carbon dioxide. That's a, that's like, that's like grody. I, I don't think it's that gross, but I find it really interesting. Like your body does use it as energy, but like something happens at the cellular level where like the energy gets used and the byproduct of that is carbon dioxide. So you just breathe it out. But like the shocking thing is like, one, I never thought you just breathe it out like fat. Wait, that's so true. I didn't even put that together. My dumbass was like, oh, it like seeps out of your pores, but you just breathe it out. You just like, you just like I'm breathing out fat right now. But like, so you breathe it out. And the other like shocking part is that 80%. Like I thought that like most of it, like you like sweat it out or you like poop it out. As if, like, you ate food, like, your fat just, like, burns and it just escapes you. But you breathe it, like, you breathe it out. And I've been dying to tell you that all week because I learned that, like, last Sunday. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so interesting. Isn't that (laughs) so crazy? I hope hope people are getting educated. Breathe it out, bro. Yeah. Okay, I can just tell you what I learned this week. Well, my, um, what I learned this week is not nearly as scientifical or scientific. I feel like I always add an extra syllable to, um, a word that it doesn't need. Um, so yeah, mine really isn't that scientific, but I not like discovered, but I guess I rediscovered this guy, um, who's a comedian or like quotes, around comedian because he does like youtube videos and skits and it's the guy i sent you videos of trey kennedy that was like girls during quarantine that was like the highlight of the past couple of days and he seemed so familiar and i remember that i think fall 2018 i shared one of his videos on my instagram because i thought it was just so funny it was fall no it was girls during fall um oh yeah yeah I know exactly what video you're talking about and so I thought he was just hilarious then and I rediscovered his stuff and I just I feel like I have a hard time finding like really funny YouTube videos um because I know there's a lot of people who try to do like comedy on YouTube but I just 
I can't, I can't like get with it. So whenever I do find some YouTube comedy, I'm like, this is it. I've, I've, I've found it. I, <laughs> I, I must claim. But I just think what I really like about him is that when he does like, um, when he pretends he does a female character, he is like not dressed up in a wig or heavy makeup or isn't like wearing heels. He's literally just like in a sweater and a scarf and just like he changes the way he talks but also my favorite part is when he does this laugh that's like <laughs> like a very white girl Karen laugh it's so like it's 10 out of 10 and I, I would recommend Trey Kennedy on YouTube everyone should watch it he's pretty funny who um who's the other guy he's kind of like a YouTuber I think too um the one that I sent you where it's like he does like the zodiac ones, like cancers and love, or like, or something. <gasps> oh my gosh! The wig. Yes, Benny Drama. Yes, I think so. He's super funny too. But I like I can I only like watch him. like one or two at a time, or else I'm like, okay, this is kind of the same thing over and over again. He has a Gossip Girl skit that I really like. That one's pretty good. But I know who you're talking about. It's like Benny. I need to look it up. My dog's joining us on the podcast today, friends. His nice. name is Leo. Is, is it oh. this guy? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's um, Benny Drama 7, Benito Skinner. I like him. Okay, so we learned great things. I hope you guys also got educated. I hope you didn't think that um, the carbon dioxide expels from your pores like I did. I hope you actually understood that you breathe it out. <laughs> Uh, uh, I think that's also why like when you exercise and you know your heart rates up you're like breathing out a lot more like I think that contributes to the weight loss as well but yeah if you don't believe me look it up google it where does fat go when you lose it and you'll you'll see you'll you'll get educated like I did Okay, what's um, next, Anna? Well, okay. So no one asked us for advice, which is okay. <laughs> We're great <laughs> advice givers. Rita's review. Should I review this new microphone? <laughs> Do it. Tell okay, us how crisp it is. So this week for Rita's review, since we weren't asked or we weren't given any questions or things to review. I we I bought a microphone because we're taking this podcast thing very seriously. And if you guys listened to last week, the AirPods are not cutting it. Terrible. Terrible. So I got this microphone so I sound more crisp. Um, so you're going to have to let me know how. I can't hear myself when I talk, even though I have headphones in, like through the microphone. Like I don't know what I sound like. So, like, Anna really has to be the one who reviews how crisp this microphone is. Honestly, it doesn't sound terribly different than the AirPods. However, I will say it might be up to how your recording arrives via Google Drive. Okay, okay. I could because also, like, move it you... closer. Hello? But last time you didn't sound... <laughs> The last time you didn't sound like that terrible via Zoom, it was just like when I was editing, I was like, what the heck happened? Like, who swallowed this and spat it out at, like, it just did not sound well. 
Hopefully this microphone works. If not, we have another one coming in on Wednesday. We will find a microphone that delivers the crisp sound quality that you guys so deserve. And I apologize if <laughs> this week's episode sounds like I'm just wearing AirPods again. <laughs> if it does, like I might just have to do like no AirPods, no microphone. Just let my handy dandy like Mac do the recording or my phone. Yeah. Okay. So that's Rita's review right now. Question mark out of five stars. We're not quite sure. Um, but yeah. So if you guys have any, if you guys need any advice though in the future, we're trying to do themed advice. Okay. So if you guys have any advice that aligns with our theme, even if, you know, you want to make something up for fun content, please, please send it in. We're desperate. We want to make this show for you guys, not just for, well, for all of us. Really, it's just for us, but like you guys help too, you know. Our 15 loyal followers. 15 loyal followers. Well, we have more on our Instagram, but 15 of you listened and we appreciate that. Right. Hey scholars, I know you've been waiting for the secret word, so be ready to DM us with the secret word, which Rita's about to tell you now, and also share our podcast on your story and tag us so we see it. So Rita, what's the word? The secret word is Leo the dog. That's L-E-O the dog. I think we're ready then to dive into today's lesson so let's jump into our <laughs> okay back to call her daddy or we, we haven't, haven't we haven't we haven't introduced it yet we haven't but welcome back scholars <laughs> this week's lesson is a special one it's less educational this is more of a fun one because you know we like to be fun we don't always want to bore you guys but this is educational in a way that you're being updated on the tea and it's piping hot tea. Like this is some good tea. Okay, Anna, what is it? What's this week's lesson? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, today's lesson, um, if you're at all like a podcast listener, you've probably come across Call Her Daddy in some capacity. Like your friends might tell you about them, or you might you might yourself be a listener of Call Her Daddy. And you might have noticed that I don't think they posted something in like six weeks, like a, they didn't post a new episode in like six weeks. So this caused a lot of drama, not only within the daddy gang, the their like listener fan base thing, but also just at Barstool in general, um, tabloids have been talking about it. And um, I think it started off with Dave Portnoy, I think that's his name. That's the CEO. No, I, he's like some executive at Barstool. I think he's the founder of Barstool. Um, the CEO is someone else. I can't remember. He's the right president. Now. The president. Okay, so he's president of Barstool. Um, so he released an episode under Call Her Daddy, and it was just talking about kind of where they are in terms of business. So. Call Her Daddy, the girls of Call Her Daddy, um, Alexander Cooper and Sophia Franklin were renegotiating their contracts with Barstool. Um, And there was like this whole drama behind it that they wanted to get paid more. They wanted rights to their intellectual property. um, And they also 
wanted, they were kind of just renegotiating their contract so they would be able to leave Barstool, but still have the rights to call her daddy, which is like the big cash cow. Um, And so Alexander Cooper, a few days ago, released this video where that was like, it was titled like, what's going on with like Call Her Daddy or something along those lines. And like the truth about Call Her Daddy. Right. And I can't even remember like how I came across it. It might have been in my YouTube suggested. I Or it might have been because Get Educated Podcast on Instagram. If you're not following us, you should. We appreciate it. Um, I were following them on Instagram. So I think I might have just seen it there. And I was like, wait, what is going on with Color Daddy? Like, what is the truth that has to be told? Um, and so I watched the video and it's really complicated stuff. It's um, juicy in terms of, like, stuff, stuff. It's really it's so juicy, juicy stuff. Like we suggest yeah. you guys going down to YouTube and clicking. It's a, it's a good worth of your 34 minutes. It's like, I was like, you know, hooked from the first minute. One thing though, Alex Cooper, if you ever listen to this ever in your life, you probably won't because you're a big name star. Girl, you were holding chapstick and you were still licking your lips. Like I don't, I can't. Oh my God, I could not watch. Near the end, I was like, you know what? Like I'm on the edge of my seat because the tea is so good, but I couldn't keep watching her lick her lips while holding chapstick. Like like just put it on like I'm sh- all of our lips get dry all of them get crusty but I can't I can't with the lip smacking that was just too much but the tea was good the tea was almost worth it and it, it was worth it it was worth suffering through through that for those of you who oh. know me know how much like smacking and any sort of mouth noises really really irk me Anna and I even got into a fight one time because I asked her to stop sucking on a lollipop while we were watching a movie. And she said no. So I left the room very angrily because I just could not handle it. So I didn't finish the movie. I don't even remember what movie that was. I don't even either, but I I do remember what you're talking about. But I just didn't understand the magnitude of your discomfort. I do, or like, I'm more empathetic towards it now. Um, But before I was like, this girl needs to calm down. I'm just sucking on my lollipop. I don't know what's going on. It's like involuntary how much it irks me. Like, it's like something that like, I didn't choose to like hate mouth noises or any sort of like smacking noises, but I just can't, I can't do it. Even when I was like a little kid, but like I couldn't eat dinner with my parents if they were like, like I would literally wait in my room until they were done eating and then eat my dinner. And it's weird because I, like, don't notice it all the time. But the moment I notice a little bit of it, like, I can't stop thinking about it. it it's probably, like, some sort of – it's an actual disease. I looked it up. But I feel like it probably has something to do with OCD, too. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> well, before we – instead of diving into your um, issues with chewing, let's focus on Color Dad. I – Okay, I've tried to listen to Color Daddy before, but none of the titles really intrigued me because they were all about, like, these girls' sex lives or their social lives. And personally, that's just not necessarily the content I consume. The most um, related thing to that, I've watched is Sex in the City, and that's still, like, 
a television show that's fiction, like based on something real, I think, but it's mainly fiction. So I was just never really drawn to the podcast, um, but they did have a huge following. Um, so I assumed they were like decently fun to listen to. Um, I know Rita does listen to them. That's what got her into podcasts. And yeah, stuff. I don't listen to them anymore. I probably listened to a good, like, 10, 15 episodes, but I found that, like, stuff was kind of repetitive, and, like, yeah, it was, like, the fun, it was really funny the first couple, like, episodes, but then, like, the, like, the basic story of each of their, you know, punchlines or whatever are kind of the same. Um, I do really like what they're doing, though, because I feel like the stuff they talk about is really taboo, and I think we're moving our generation especially is trying to be more open about stuff like that. So I do really like like the movement that they're doing, but um, I just found that like the content got a little bit boring after a while, but I do, I still do really like them. Maybe um, I'll go back to them once, you know, I find the need to, but yeah, I do like them. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that you say that. Cause like one of the things we were texting about when you watched the video was that Alex Cooper talked about, how she edited the podcast to make it sound like a vlog so that every five minutes there was just something new and fresh and just keeping the momentum going. But when I listened to that first episode, I went back and listened to the first episode. I've listened to maybe like the last episode that was up when I had looked at them at one point, but I went back recently, like yesterday, and listened to the first episode. But I only made it through half of it because those first 15 minutes were, like you said, so repetitive that I was like, there is no end to this conversation. It's just going to be the same thing for 30 minutes, and I'm not necessarily excited about listening to that. But I do agree that there is a lot of power and respect in the conversations they were having. I just, in general, like, not my top choice podcast. However, we can't deny that they were a really popular podcast, which is where most of the controversy is rooted in right so are you, are you team Sophia or team Alex I think I, I I gotta say I think I'm team Alex because here's I'll give you my take and then you can tell me if you're team Sophia or team Alex and give me your take okay so I'm team Alex because from well I the like something in the back of my head is just telling me to make this disclaimer of like it's not fair to pit two women against each other um especially like in the entertainment industry or just any professional role um but I feel as though Alex was like more focused on maintaining the call her daddy brand alive for more than just personal reasons um, so after listening to the David Portnoy podcast and, um, another one, another episode, an episode from Token CEO that was talking about it, there was a lot of discussion about how, like, Alex was, um, or, and Alex even said it herself that she was the first person, the first of the duo to be contacted by Barstool. So it was all originally, like, going through Alex, and I think she was trying to be pretty smart about it. Like, I read up on her life, and she had, like, played D1 soccer, and, like, um, she studied 
film and media studies at BU. So this girl was like pretty capable of keeping up with um, audio editing, like planning a podcast, even though she was in the first episode, in the first episode, she's like, oh, I'm just like a blogger. And I'm like, I sit in my couch all day, whatever. But she, she had some sort of drive to like make keep this podcast going. And when like Dave Portnoy reached out to her, and he was like, hey, I want to make a podcast with you. She was like, let's bring in my pal Sophia, because I like that's I think what I where I see the podcast going. And so I think just and at the beginning, like she talks about how like she got a raise because she did the editing, but she didn't tell Sophia, which I feel like I, I understood her reasoning why, but at the same time, I feel like at the end there wouldn't have been any harm in telling her. Like, if not, this probably would have exploded in 2018 rather than now. Um, and so I, I think she handled it, like, a little more gracefully and more professionally when where she realized that, like, Barstool is, like, this platform that's giving us a lot and everything we're asking for, they're giving us, except when Sophia kept asking for more once her demands were met like she was testing them to see how far she could take it and I feel like that's unprofessional and like unfair to someone who's like built your brand and who's believed in you um and trust like if your talent like you have to count on like whatever production company is trusting you to like lead your brand as well like there is trust on both parties, and I feel like she was breaking that trust, which I don't think was fair. But um, I think Alex really believed in what they had going on, and like she's going to continue the podcast. It seems as though without Sophia. Another reason why I am Team Alex is because Sophia. This is a lesson I learned in this whole like um, Sophia Alex call her daddy situation that, like, Peter Nelson, Sophia's boyfriend, he just sounds, like, kind of dirty and gross. He's a big executive at HBO, apparently, and so the token CEO, who is the CEO of Barstool, in her podcast, she was talking about, um, like, what were the, what were Peter Nelson's intentions in persuading Sophia to keep pushing and maybe even, like, they called it, there was a shopping, so just, like, um, moving Call Her Daddy to another network. Um, like, what was his purpose in doing that? Like, did he want to become Call Her Daddy's manager? Um, which, honestly, would have been, like, really profitable for him because these girls are making a lot of money. They make a lot of money either through advertising or merchandise that they sell. So it's just, it was just, like, unclear and really fishy. And Sophia, like went on to trust like what her boyfriend was suggesting who yeah sure he's an executive at a big entertainment company but like she's betraying Barstool and her friend Alex and I that's not something I endorse <laughs> and that is why I am team Alex I I don't know if you know too much about like their history and how they became friends from the yeah. first podcast um it was like didn't they like 
weren't they roommates or something? Yeah, so they were kind of random roommates, and they both kind of mutually knew, I think, their third roommate. Or I think Alex did, and then they maybe they found Sophia kind of randomly. And, like, so they weren't, like, the best of friends to begin with. They were just kind of roommates, and then they found out that they, like, both had kind of, like, wacky and interesting pasts. Um, and that's why – and, like – Alex was the one who started the podcast. Like, her podcast was, like, all her idea. And I believe Sophia was still working at her financial firm um, and doing the podcast, like, on the side. Like, she had a full-time job. So I find it interesting that, like, they became such close friends because of this podcast. But also, like, at the same time, they really only knew each other for, like, maybe two or three years. Like, this isn't, like, you know, a lifelong friendship that they ruined. Um, so I also find that interesting because, like, they always say, like, you don't really know someone, you know, until, like, I, I like to say you don't really know someone until you travel with them because then you kind of, like, learn about their quirks and whatnot. Um, but I'm also with you. I also believe I'm team Alex, although I understand or I'm more sympathetic, I should say, to Sophia wanting more because they are very talented. Like, you know, and to hear that, like, when – Alex said that they were only making, like, 75 the first year, even though they both got raises or whatever. Like, that to me was, like, super shocking, you know? Because after listening to their podcast, I was like, oh, there's no way they're making, like – I guess I don't really know how to price it, but to me, like, 75K is, like, kind of low, you know? Like, for, like, being in, this, in the entertainment business, and maybe that's just because I'm uneducated, but, like, I'm educating myself. But so I found out that's super interesting. So I understand. This also kind of reminds me of the story – do you remember when we were like doing composites and I was, I found a cheaper deal, like a much better deal for composites. And I was like, Anna, you need to get out of our current contract. And like, for some reason, like you agreed with me, but for some reason, like we couldn't cause our contract was actually like two years instead of one year. And like, I remember we went to the composites and like the guy kind of cornered you and was like, okay, like, will you sign this contract for like the next two years? And you were like, um, and I, like, showed up, and I was like, no, yeah, can we, like, read it over before we just sign it? And he was like, well, like, there's a lot of – there's a good reason why you work with us. Like, we make sure that you have the same blue background for every composite, which to me, like, I don't think is a big deal. But, you know, some people have their best. And I find it kind of interesting. So that's why I kind of relate to Sophia a little bit more because I see why she would work so hard to, like, get what they deserve. Now, at the end, I think – she was kind of being dramatic with like the unrealistic demands. And I don't know if she was being influenced by Peter Nelson, which seems likely, or if she was just, you know, just wanted to be like spiteful. So like at the end of the day, they could kind of go off on their own. Like they weren't tied to Barstool. Um, but yes, yeah, so I also, I relate to Alex for sure. But also like one thing I do want to say, Anna if we ever blow up, Anna does all the editing for the podcast. And you, if you ever, if we ever blow up and they gave you a raise for editing the podcast, I would not be upset. I would like you to tell me that. I feel like you would tell me anyways, but I would not be like, how could they, like, we put equal work into the podcast. Cause we obviously don't like you do all the editing and maybe one week I'll give my, I'll give my shot at it to see how long it takes me and how good it turns out. Um, but like as of right now, if things continue exactly how they are for the past two weeks, you deserve that raise for editing the podcast. Because I know it takes a long time. Like it's not easy, an easy thing. And I like, I used to edit um, 
remember the Sofo sip that I did for like SAG? I used to edit, like make little mini videos on iMovie. And that would take me like two to three hours just to edit like a four minute clip. And like, we weren't super specific on like if the cuts were bad or if we made a mistake, like we just put the video in anyways. And that still took me like two to three hours. And to make something like a podcast where like the cuts are perfect, like the sound isn't where it needs to be. Um, and like, you know, you get rid of all those like mini mistakes. Like I could imagine that taking a lot longer. So I just wanted to say that, Anna, you will not, I will not, I will not sue you <laughs> for getting more money. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I just want you to know um, that our friendship is stronger than, that, than a podcast. Well, cause the thing is like, I like, I told you this, like if we get to call her daddy status, and we both have full-time jobs because that's the thing like Sophia was working her finance job and Alex was a vlogger so like Alex could invest in editing like that was her full-time job whereas like Sophia had her like side thing or like her full-time thing and this was her side thing um that like if I um end up just quitting my nine-to-five and I'm like so this podcast is my life like entertaining is gonna be my thing like I I would take like a lot of pride in being like, yeah, Rita, I deserve a raise. Like, <laughs> like I, this is how I pay the bills. Um, but um, in terms of like them starting out with seventy five, it wasn't like super outrageous to me. Just because I looked it up, and I feel like seventy five is like a little higher than, or I guess it like depends on who you are when you start the podcast. Like hearing about what their salary is today versus those seventy five thousand. Makes a lot of sense. Wait, what's their salary today? I think it's half a million each. Or like Alex made like a little over half a million and Sophia made just a little under half a million. Which I feel like when you're talking like hundreds of thousands of dollars, like an extra dollar or two is not as impactful in your bank account or in your paycheck as it is when it's well, if it's like $10,000, like, 75000 versus 85000 that's, like, a difference in, like, what apartment you're getting. But if it's, like, four ninety versus 500 that's, like, what um, toilet paper you're getting, I guess. I don't, I don't even, I can't even Are you getting what... Charmin or are you getting the generic brand? Real question I, here. I guess Charmin if I'm getting paid $500,000. <laughs> so that was something that kind of, like, irked me at the end at this stage like I do see what you mean but I was still like what is what else does this girl want (laughs) like they were and they ended up making like a lot of money and the the or at least that's what like their negotiation was talking about um from what I understood but um yeah 75,000 like if you if like 75,000 if they had gone in as like influencers I don't I don't I I don't know how many Instagram followers they had at the beginning but say like they were like influencers with like 90 or 100,000 followers on Instagram like I feel like maybe the 75 was a little low but at the same time I think they might have been um taking in revenue from like advertising and then later on they did merchandise so I don't know like like that stuff adds up but I don't know exactly the pay structure of that Right. Maybe that's something we can get educated on ourselves. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I think it's just risky in general going into business with friends because, I don't know, I feel like you alter your decision-making process because you don't want to hurt any feelings or, like, offend any people or, like, step on toes. And, like, I feel like then you end up walking, like, yourself, you're walking on eggshells when it, like, it shouldn't be that way, at least when it comes to business. And I guess that's just kind of my mindset. Um, Like, I'm 100% believer in, like, doing business and then becoming friends with the person that you're doing business with. But, like, starting, like, a company or, like, something with friends, I feel like it's just kind of tricky when there's, like, a lot of money involved and a lot of things because, you know, there's different things that you want there's different things that your like friend might want you know and like another story that this kind of reminds me of is back in high school when I was a wee youngin I was in this club called DECA I don't know if you guys know what DECA is but it's like a marketing competition club and me and my partner we were like best friends at the time me and my partner made it to state or you, you make it to state because you're in Wyoming, so it doesn't matter. We, we were automatically going to state no, no matter what. But then we made it to nationals, and we actually made in, like, the top 25, like, finalists. And then we had to perform again um, to see if we make top 10, which is when you make the stage. And, like, there's, like, a lot of kids who do DECA. I can't remember if it's, like, 50,000 or something. But, like, when you go to nationals, like, we, like, like filled an entire stadium when we went to nationals of participants so like to make top 10 at the competition is like a really or a top 25 and then top 10 is like a really big deal so I remember like we made top 25 and I was like okay to my partner I was like okay like we really need to sit down and like work out our kinks and then like try to perfect this as best as we can because I really want to make top 10 and she was very much like oh like we already made top 25 like why do you want to like try harder was kind of her attitude towards it and that like really opened my eyes because she was like my best friend at the time and I never really saw this side of her and to me I just couldn't understand like how she could be content with just like doing as well as we already did it was to her it was just like okay we did really good and if we make top 10 like that's just an added bonus and to me it was like okay we made it this far like let's keep going and like be the best that we can be so we just had like two different mindsets and like we got in this huge argument like the night before that we were supposed to present again and like we were just like walking on eggshells the next day and like I she like practiced more with me because that's what I wanted but I felt like she really didn't have her heart into it so and I'm not saying that's the reason why we didn't make top 10 I feel like we probably our project probably wasn't as strong as some of the other kids who um, are from like LA and have like you know 20,000 people going to their high school or whatever like we only had a mere 1200 kids at our entire high school so like I don't know so I just feel like that's why it gets like risky when you go do things with friends especially when it's like talking about like your career you know 500k like I don't know what more they could have gone or what less they could have gone I don't really know the standard so that's why I feel like I kind of relate to Sophia in the sense that like I would probably be wanting more too but I don't know like like I said like she was kind of outrageous at the end of like asking for things that like really was shouldn't have been asked for you know because I agree that is unprofessional but like I I'm also one to like push the boundary to like get the best as much as you can like the best that you can you know yeah yeah 
friend issues that relate to business and doing work with them. Oh my gosh, this like triggered me thinking about it. Not like, like not not specifically because I had worked with a friend, but just like the whole group we had worked with was just too much. And I literally, every time I met with them, I wanted to start crying. So I... I, I'm not used, or I am kind of used to being the only girl in some groups of, like, in, like, team groups and stuff. Like, um, we went to a pretty, like, STEM-heavy school, like, men in business. Like, it's still a thing. Um, so I was the only girl in this group for our marketing class, la- like, exactly, like, last year. It was spring 2019. And in that, in this marketing group... I was um, in a team with a really, like, close friend of ours, and, like, that was fine, but, oh my gosh, I remember this one instance that we were, we had all, like, decided we were going to go to the library to meet up with the research librarian to do research um, one, say it was, like, Monday, because our Friday appointment got canceled, and we were all like, okay, we can all do Monday, great. Um, so all of us were like either coming from class or we had like been busy but I think I had sent a reminder text that was like hey guys like like we meet tomorrow with the research librarian blah 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 and so I went to the library and the reservation for the research librarian meeting was under our friend's name so I show up and I was like oh like my teammates are coming like I'm Anna like I'm part of the team but I like I didn't make the right like I'm here for someone else's reservation, but we should all be here soon. Um, Ten minutes go by. No one comes. Did you, do you know the story? No. I don't think you ever told me this story. I definitely, I know I told Shirley and like everyone in my team knows about this. So um, ten minutes go by. No one shows up. And the research librarian was like, okay, we can just get started and they come. Perfect. Because the meeting is like 30 minutes. Um, and these are, like, professionals hired by a university. To right, to help, help you. Yeah. So I was like, okay, great. So we sat down and we kind of, like, went over everything. And I was, like, getting nervous the whole time because no one was there. I was like, no fucking way. Like, I can't believe I'm the only person that showed up. And so time is up. I am instructed on everything. And then, like, I, have a question. I leave. Yeah. Were you the one who was, like, suggested that you go to the research librarian or someone no, else? No, the professor. The professor. Oh, did. I see. Okay. Yeah. Because I was thinking it would have been really, like, shitty if somebody else was like, I think we should go to the research librarian and then they oh. not show up. No. Continue. But, um, and then the meeting's over and I was like, I think I sat in the library for five minutes and I was like, like, our friend's gonna come. Like, he's gonna come. Nothing. So I texted him and I was like so you missed our meeting no one came and then I was I remember being livid and I texted our friend Shirley I was like Shirley where are you because at the time Shirley was like one of because this is when you were abroad oh yes so Shirley was one of like my closer friends that I would like hang out with a lot in person and I was like oh Shirley you're not gonna believe this these mother truckers left me in the library they all missed the meeting and then I was texting my friend he was like oh my god I totally like forgot like I'm sorry I like fucked up and I was like 
okay, yeah, you did. I'm just like so because I was, I wasn't like necessarily specific upset with him. I was equally upset with him as I was with everyone else, and and I and it was just like taking it out on him was like really different than taking it out on everyone else because I can if you give me like two minutes, I can find the message I sent to our group chat that was like, "Hi everyone, I feel really disrespected because no one showed up." Wait, what did they say? Well, I I can tell you in a minute, but um, but like to him, I was like, I'm really pissed. Like, I can't believe this happened, and that's exactly what I wanted to tell everyone. But like, everyone else was like in the professional setting because we were all just like peers, and like none of us knew each other too casually. So, or or, like uh, me and my friend knew each other, and then like there there was another pair of people that um were like friends, but the five of us weren't friends. So I just, I wanted to like go off on them. So I had to keep it really profesh. But if you grant me a few, I'll grant I can. you a few minutes. Thank I was just going to say, I think it's funny because like you're very much for the rules and I'm very much like not for the rules if they don't make sense, you know? And I, I never thought I would be that kind of person because when I was younger, I was also very much like, you know, the teacher said we can't raise up our hands. So why are you guys all raising your hand? I don't know. And then at some point when I got older, I was like, you know what? Like that rule doesn't make sense. Like, why do we follow it? So I encouraged our listeners, even if you are a stickler for the rules, to kind of just challenge them when necessary, you know? Question, does it really make sense to follow this rule? Does it really make sense that you can only go to the bathroom from the hours of, I don't know, 3.15 to 4? Like, you know, just just think about them as you continue life. Just think about it. I'm very much a rule bender, though. Not illegally, though. I, I, I respect the legal rules. Like, I would never kill a man. <laughs> That's important. That's very important. And I would never steal. But, like, other things. I'm trying to think of a rule that didn't make sense to me. It'll come um, to me. Oh, sorry. I just liked my own message in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I found it. So April first, two thousand nineteen, eleven thirty-two, a.m. Hey. or p.m. A.m. Okay. Hey, is anyone going to the lib soon? I'm in Mori, but my class gets out at eleven forty because I think our meeting was like at eleven forty-five. This is it. <laughs> the message. <laughs> no, wait, no one responded to that initial one. No one responded to it initially because it was like a few minutes before. Oh. So I I wasn't like surprised that they didn't reply. Right. But at the but I was more shocked when no one went. Right. <laughs> okay. So the next message. April 1st, 2019, 12:13. So this is literally like 40 minutes after. Right. Hey guys, I'm really disappointed that no one else showed up to our meeting with Bob. That was the research librarian. <laughs> <laughs> We rescheduled for today at 11.40 to accommodate everyone, and no one came. I'm sorry to say this, but that is completely disrespectful to me and our campus resource. <laughs> Go I'm off, not, Anna. I'm not sure how we expect to get anything done. <laughs> Tea. Who is she? I'm not sure how we expect to get anything done. And we can't get to our meetings. We have a document due tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this was high stakes. We have a document due tonight, and it's still empty except with some things we copy-pasted and vague bullet points I added last night. And, and what then, did they say? So our friend 
only liked it because we had had like our own right. separate discussion. Right. But then team number one or team number three, because okay. Right, sure. I'm sorry, you're very right about that. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot about the meeting and was confused because I didn't think all of us were going to the rescheduled meeting. What? Wait. And as for the document due tonight, I'm going to start working on it today after class. But again, I'm uh, I'm about the meeting today, and it won't happen again. I guess he's meant to say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Team member number four. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I honestly just forgot that it was today. It's unacceptable and not fair to you and Bob. Okay. Team member five. He says, I also forgot about that. I was busy all weekend, and it slipped my mind. I'm sorry. I can work on the document, and I already have the library resource open to look for stuff later. When anyone says, like, especially in this semester, when everyone was like, I'm so busy, I was like, do you want to talk about busy? (laughs) Fight me, because I think I I was doing five classes. I was president of our sorority while we were on social probation. Right, you were recently president, too. It wasn't like you were just elected that term. Yeah. And then... I was abroad. um, you were abroad, yeah. And then team member number two, our friend, goes, he didn't acknowledge it, but at 1237, April 1st, 2019, he says, we should find a time to either meet or call tonight to talk about our primary deliverable. And that was it. And we moved on. <gasps> I would have been so salty. You know what I would have done? I would have not worked on the document. I would have literally, like... So that's just, not me. Like I know it's not you, but that is 100% me. I would have literally put my notes from the meeting and then not touched the document. Just been like, you know what, bitches? You're not going to come to this meeting. You can write the document yourself. <laughs> what, do, what, what grade did you get on this project, though? I think an A-. minus. Okay. You know, it could have been an A if they would have just came to that meeting with you. If they didn't okay. disrespect you like that. But, okay, so I credit that A-. minus. To, like, there was this lack of motivation throughout that team based on the fact that our project compared to everyone else's was really vague, which is okay. But everyone just, like, they couldn't make it past that initial obstacle of it being, like, a, a, like a, a heavy first, um, a, a, like, a, like a, such an ambiguous prompt. So I think people were just, like, really crippled almost by that. I don't know if that's, like, the right word to use. But people were, like, just not in the headspace for it. And, like, I admit that I was also, like, oh, like, I don't know what else you can do. But um, some people took that to, like, the next level. And I was, like, this is not okay, guys. And I also remember from that project the night before. This is something I can't be too mad at them for. But... I had assumed the response, I had recently gotten a new printer, and I assumed the responsibility of printing all our materials the night before. And it was so much work, and I was so stressed, because this was, what, a 15-page document that we had to print out, and, like, a 10-slide PowerPoint. So, that times five, plus professor, plus two other people, plus an extra copy. I didn't do them. That's nine copies of 25 pieces of paper. That's a lot. And, like, I remember sitting in our lounge just, like, I wish someone was, like, here to help me. Like, like it just felt – and, like, granted, it's not that I did the whole product by myself. That's not the point. But I just feel like 
I was a, I was a lot more motivated than some people in the project because I know there were other people who were pretty motivated too, but others just like called it quits like so early on, and I was like, this isn't correct. But that library thing that was peak terrible. I think we should give some advice to our viewers on how to deal with difficult. Um, I guess we kind of moved to like friends and working in projects or even strangers and working in projects. Even though we've only been in college, we haven't really been in a business situation yet, much more than our internships. Like I think we can provide our viewers with some advice. So I'm, I'm going to give some advice. I think my best thing, and you know this, is honesty is the best policy. And I think you should always be honest in every situation, but like especially during group projects and stuff. Um, and to own up to your, like, you know, mistakes. So, like, I noticed that the specific story that you just told, like, a lot of people are like, oh, I just forgot. But I find it, like, kind of unlikely that four other people forgot about a meeting that you didn't. You know, like, maybe one or two, but, like, four people forgot. And, like, I think it would have been way more beneficial if they were just like, you know what, like, I'm kind of stressed with other projects. Like, I just couldn't go because I was really focusing on something else or like needed to focus on something else or like you know what like that was the only time I could get lunch before my next class so I figured everybody else would go but I think honesty is the best policy you know like I don't think making excuses for things that should have been done or like didn't get to do is like the way to go I feel like you should just be upfront. I feel like you should like I don't think confront is the right word, but I think you should have like an honest and open discussion with like the people you're working with. If you find that you like are disappointed or like I've been in the, like I've been in both situations where like I felt like I was doing all the work in a group project and nobody else was contributing and other people felt like they were doing all the work in the group project and I wasn't contributing. And like when those people came up to me and said, you know what, like, I feel like I'm doing a lot of the work. I was like, oh, I didn't even like, I guess, realize that like you felt like you were doing more. Like, tell me how much more I can help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I feel like in terms of advice, like something I wish I would have done then, but I'm kind of glad I didn't do. So I guess I don't wish I would have done it, but. Um, I was really close to emailing my professor about it and being like, I just, like, because I feel like I needed, like, management advice, because I wanted to be like, professor, like, this isn't, like, something I'm okay with, like, I don't want to have to, like, because it was, like, embarrassing to a point, because I was just, like, convincing this librarian, like, hey, like, they should be coming, like, I believed in them so much, and, like, I wanted to be, like, professor, like, what, like, what do I do? Like, should I just, like, let it go? Um, but in my internship, like, there was something, like, we had to get something up on the, on this website, um, the other intern and I were working on, and the person who we had asked to send us his documents, like, hadn't done it after, like, two weeks, and, um, our manager asked us, oh, so, like, how's the website going? I'm like, oh, it's, like, going okay. We're, like, trying to get up some stuff, like, related to this. But um, the guy has not sent it to us. And he was like, when do you ask him for it? And I was like, oh, two weeks ago. And he was like, two weeks? And he, like, immediately went over to his desk and was like, bro, like, just send over the documents. Two hours later, those documents were in my inbox and on the website. Oh, my God. 
so I like the lesson I learned through that is like really if you need help like like especially like an entry level try to like identify your like mentor um in the workspace and like really have those advocates that are there to make sure your work is done because at the end of the day like you're doing your work check and then your work um directs to someone else's bigger project like find that link and then like make sure and then like if someone else isn't doing their job like I hate being an arc like I feel like it's so in my nature though yeah it kind of is (laughs) but I was like hey hey manager like this the guy on the team hasn't done it and he like like just find a way to use your resources and get it done because like people sometimes don't like acknowledge the entry-level people or like the intern people and that's like unfortunate because it's like we're there to have fun we're there to learn and like yeah it's not your responsibility to teach us but all this guy had to do was like draft something up and sent it to us like something he was like an expert in and like a lot of the times like the people and like in the team like just the way the desks were set up they would just like huddle around each other and chit chat and I'm like in those 30 minutes of chit chat you could have drafted up that thing you needed to and sent it over so Anyway, the lesson is find your advocates and make sure you're, like, being your own project manager um, and, you know, doing that. That's good advice. If you have any advice that you want to let us know to help us deal with our own problems, because we're not perfect, DM us. Get Educated Podcast on Instagram. Or email us. You know what? If you are not in the Instagram and DMing business, email us. Get Educated Podcast at gmail.com that's the one okay Anna is this is this all that we had to educate our viewers on this week you know what I I think so I think that means that like class is out of session yeah class in session class dismissed class cue the bell